0: You, you know already who's in this Live. On the Say It Loud Radio Show. Yo, my name is Bamboo C. And when I'm not in the bodega arguing with Poppy for selling me a $6 Dutch Master, I'm listening to my favorite ghost, the grown and sexy Karen L. on the Say It Loud podcast. Word up. Beef for her is beef with me. Hell's Kitchen Smoke.
1: Are you ready? Three, two, one. It's time for
0: the You're now tuned into the most unpredictable podcast on the worldwide web. I was about to shut it! Shut it! hosted by Karen Hell. Hey! For a glass of wine, let the henny flow, fellas, and get ready to. It's Karen Hill live
1: on Said Loud Radio on your favorite internet platform, streaming live. All right, it's another episode of Said Loud, and today I have Bamboo the MC in the hot seat. What up, y'all?
0: What's going on, yo? What's poppin'? I'm so
1: happy to have you here.
0: I'm so happy to be here.
1: I think That's a lot I mean. of people don't know that we go like way, 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 way,
0: way back. Way back. Wow, <laughs> um, 1988, correct? For real, something like that. Something
1: like that. It's 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 been a long, 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 long time. How you been?
0: I've been chilling. I've been chilling yeah. for, for the most part. You know, you know, under the circumstances. You
1: know, yeah, it's rough circumstances, but I feel like creative wise, where does that leave you? Are you stagnant in the creativity, or are you like,
0: oh mm-hmm. no, no, no? I like uh, uh, creativity, like it, it's what keeps me going, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, the goal isn't show business, is putting your soul in it you for know real, what I'm definitely. So. So
1: i i want everybody to get to know who you are but before we get into that let's let's just run down the regular gambit of the other questions but i want to like tweak pick your brain a little bit um how do you feel about the current state of hip-hop like what do you think it is because sometimes i hear like for me coming back from you know ninety eighty eight, i hear certain people and i'm like it's very nostalgic for me i right. can connect and then there's other times I hear things, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this shit is. I don't know none of the words.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, t- uh, I tell you the truth, I, uh, I have a, I have an account with Spotify, and um, I go when I go to the genres, I'm like, yo, I go to the hip hop genre, and uh, I'm like, let me see what's what's popping, what's new. And Karen, I swear to you, like the the first albums that pop up, I play them because I want to see, like, I want to connect. None of it sounds like what I'm used to. None of it sounds like what I do. So it's just like, yo, I don't, you know, I'm not hating like, yo, that's you know, you know, do you? But it's just like, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm just cut from a different cloth. You know what I mean? I'm not. And I, I, it's still hip hop. It's still hip hop. But I'm just, you know, it's just different.
1: Yeah, it's hard for me like to get connected to it because I still have that school undertone. So I know when I hear something, I'm like, yo, that's dope. And then there's other things I hear that I'm just like, yo, I can't, I can't get down with y'all with that. No, no. It's a no for me. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) It's a no for me. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And then I'm I'm a hip hop head. I'm a hip hop head. So I'm like real that gully, grimy hip-hop that you know that I grew up on. I'm I'm that. So with that saying. Right. Uh, who are you listening to now? Who's what's in your heavy rotation right now?
0: Heavy rotation, yo. It's a. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I. I, I all right, uh, Griselda. I don't. I don't know if you heard, but Griselda is like, the most like connected. You know, the new stuff that's uh, coming out right now, like, it's such a familiar feel right there. That I, I connect with them. Also, like I, I like uh. Real real underground hip hop like uh Aesop Rock. I don't know if you have heard
1: right, yeah.
0: Yeah, real okay. real underground. He's real wordy. Like when I want like when I want to just like uh dig into another dimension, I listen to Aesop Rock. Shout out to Aesop Rock, he's dope. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, who else? I don't know. I can give you my top five. How about that? Yes,
1: yes, that, that is one of my questions for you. So go ahead. Who are your top five?
0: Okay. Um, Nas. Oh, for sure. He's my number one. There you go. Um, That's Red my Man. number one, the first album. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah Matic was classic. Still Matic. Yeah. Life, Life is good. bunch of albums. It was written like yeah. Nas. Yeah. Nas, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Nas. Um, Red Man. Okay, okay. Uh, Eminem, yeah, he's he's
1: unmatched. I, yeah. I would definitely put him in there, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now. You ready? Go ahead, Nikki Minaj.
1: What, yeah, I don't know if I would even put Nikki on the list as my top five. I would say her delivery is fire, but I don't She's know told- if I would put her on my she- top five list. I don't know if I would do that.
0: All right. Well, that's, a, that's
1: a, beautiful. But yeah, I just don't thrilled. know what I think of like.
0: No, you know what it is
1: about Nicki. No. I think about so Nas is my favorite, my favorite um rapper of all time, and and it's because I'm an English teacher, and I feel like when I listened to his stuff back then, I was like, "Yo, it takes a genius to write like this." Yeah, um, no, no,
0: he was definitely uh ahead of his time. No, yeah, definitely. like
1: he's writing in third. He had a song where he was like a gun or something like that.
0: I gave and you power.
1: Yes, and he was writing from the perspective of, I can't get my students to do that. And he was doing that twenty years.
0: Ago. Yeah. No, he, so, no, you know he, what I mean?
1: he for me, he's like I, I feel like that's a whole different level of like being a, a writer and an artist. It's not just spitting from your perspective, but to to embody something else. Like no. we try to teach that.
0: To so no, no, no. I
1: think that's I don't know, there's some artists that I feel like not necessarily writing skills, but definitely delivery. Nicki's one of those, delivery, like her punchlines are right
0: on time. Her well, think ad about it. Right time. The song, uh, Monster, she killed everybody, right? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah,
0: she, yeah, She killed everybody, like, yo, yeah. you gotta give yeah. her props or props to do, like, you know what I mean? And I tell you this much, she's the only artist, I reached out to her like twice on MySpace. Yeah. And she responded. Really? She's, you know, thank you, emojis. I
1: was like, oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, I see maybe, you. You know, maybe that's
0: that's halfway how she got to the top five. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like that might got something to do with it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, So those are your top five mu- musical influencers.
0: Correct, correct. I think five, I don't know.
1: How much of Well, that was like three. But, like, how much of that influence was in your album that you put out? your most
0: recent album? Wow, man. You know, um, wow, well, you know, Karen, like, those are my top five favorite rappers, but, like, the style, like, the style that, that that I have comes from the hip-hop Holy Trinity. You know who that is? <laughs> no, tell me. Big Daddy Kane, Rock oh. Cam, Coo- Coogee Rap. That's the hip-hop Holy Trinity. That's what. That's where <laughs> swear, everything like, you know, like uh, in terms of the uh, the multisyllabic patterns, Kuji rap, the, you know, the swag, Big Daddy Kane, you know, the cadence of cam uh, also yeah. like you know the cadence of uh, like like Slick Rick, the storytelling or right, the swag, right, right. I swag, of, that. yeah, the swag of Special Ed. Yeah, the I idol, remember your I'm highest that. title, like that's. The, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at in terms of like style, like in terms of like, yeah. you know what I mean. But and that's
1: dope that you could even identify because there's a lot of rappers on themselves artists can't identify,
0: right? Right? Where
1: even their influence came from?
0: No, no, no. I give props where props is due, but but when it comes to my style, where I start, I started rapping back in Yonkers. Listen, I, I started rapping when I was 11.
1: Wow. Yeah. I never.
0: Oh. <clears throat> Okay, so um, I was in a group home. I was in a foster home, okay? Like, you know, my mom was addicted to drugs. My father wasn't there. Moving from house to house, all of a sudden, you know, child services snatched me up. I ended up in a, a group home in Yonkers. And uh, I was in a group home in Yonkers, and uh, when I went there, like, I was already, like, my, the first song I memorized was Special Ed, I, I Got It Made. I got to
1: go find a
0: snippet now. <laughs> yeah. That's the first song that I memorized fully. The first verse I memorized was uh rock cam. I know you got soul. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I remember specifically going to the radio and trying to like, every time the song came on to like, you know, grab the tape, you know how to tape record. Yeah, 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 and Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. You got to
0: flip it over, rewind it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's, that's the era I came from. And when I got to the group home, these kids saw me and they, you know, of course they thought I was white. And they were like, you know, this is hip hop. I was like, I know hip hop. I start rapping. They're like, whoa, he knows what's up. And then I knew rap, but I started writing raps when I was in a foster home. When I was in a foster home was, I was in a foster home in Yonkers and there was this kid. He was like a mentor to me. And like, he battled like DMX before yeah. I knew who DMX, DMX was. was. Right. Right, the kid. I was, I was like eleven years old. Uh, this dude came. Uh, he came home with a mixtape. Like, yeah, I just battled this dude. He gave me his mixtape. He popped in the mixtape. It's like, uh, he says, D M X, a name to be played, not heard. Not three, several letters, but a three-letter word. D stands for destroying, damage, divine, master of an unknown number of rhymes. I was like, whoa, whoa. they cool. don't even sound like what he sounds like, right? Right. Not
1: I was how- like.
0: We- Yo, that was it was crazy for me. And he started like he started shouting out like uh the neighborhoods around Yonkers, around Yonkers like uh Mofa Gardens or uh, uh School Street and like uh North Broadway, like Walburton, Ravine. Like I, I remember this, you know what I mean? Being yeah. I, lived, I lived in Yonkers for like two years. Um in, in the foster home. And I, I remember all that, and this is why I started rapping. And you know what's funny? Through all that turmoil, um, You know, no father, no family. I felt like nobody was coming to pick me up. This is the first time I prayed to God. Yeah. You ready ready for some real? Like, all right. This is the first time I prayed to God. You know what I asked him for, Karen? What? Out of all the stuff I was going through, I was like, yo, God, can you make me a rapper? Not like, yo, yo, God. Get me home, get me a family, like, no, make me a rapper. That's yeah. crazy. And you know what I feel like, Karen? I felt like he said, I'm gonna grant you your wish. Yeah. But I'm gonna put you through it. You know what like, I'm saying? He's you like, earn it. Right. He's like, yo, I'm gonna put you I through to. it. But you gotta earn it. Yeah. So and um, and you know, and I didn't notice it, like, you know what I mean? Uh after I came out the group home, I was agnostic. You know, not atheist, but agnostic, meaning that I I knew that there was a God, but I I didn't like identify to a certain religion. Right. I just knew that there was a higher power. It wasn't until it wasn't until like this. My last album is when God showed up on my doorstep and said, "Yo, right. what's really good? Remember, yeah. remember what I remember what I did for you? Yeah. Right. right. You remember what you asked for? Yeah. yeah. You owe me that. And he, I felt like he dragged me to the stage, Karen. He dragged oh, me man, to the stage. Yeah, he was dope. like, he said, yo, nah, B, nah.
1: Yeah, but he gave you, he gave you the content. He gave you yeah. the content so that you could tell the story. Because, right, right, if you didn't have no content, you can't tell the story. It don't, it don't come out the same way if you don't feel anything. Correct. You know what I no. mean? That's not real. And so sometimes it doesn't make sense at the time, but like all of that now is who you are and and your story. And now you can be a poet and tell that story.
0: Correct. And I didn't get into poetry until like I was I went to college, you know. Like um, I was a, I was you know I was from Midtown. I was a stupid fucking little, little gangster rapper. Like I was, you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, I mean
1: not yeah, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just
0: like yo. On the real, like, I was, uh, you know, I, I was, like, the, the first one from Midtown on some, like, uh, rapper stuff. Like, there was a lot of rappers in Midtown, but they never admitted that they was from Midtown. I was, like, the first one to be like, yo, I rap and I'm from Midtown. Right.
1: Let's make this a place.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like,
1: yo, stop fighting, like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a place for some time. It didn't have a name.
0: It didn't you have was a name. It
1: so wow. wasn't downtown. You was just
0: Right. You know. And I moved like that, you know, and I, I would I would go to these little underground shows and I would let them know, like, yo, you know what? You know, I'm from Midtown. And picture me like a little light-skinned punk talking about yo, I represent Midtown Manhattan. It was hard for me, Karen. <laughs> I believe it was. You. Hard for <laughs> me, <yo. laughs> so i wear that, yo. i wear that. Yo, Karen, I I, I have to wear that. You know Midtown,
1: what I mean? Though. I
0: love Midtown. I love all my Midtown people. I do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the best part of my life. Word, word. I mean, listen, the other half of my life, uh, I lived in the Bronx. Like, you know, for the most part, it's the Bronx. My mom lived in the Bronx for like over 25 years. My my son is like uh, going to school in the Bronx, like... You know, one day the Bronx is gonna be like, yo, we're gonna claim all of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Same same there's same. nothing I could do about it, type shit. Like, yeah, you know no, I mean? yeah,
1: yeah. I, I totally agree. I totally agree, but I do feel like the experiences I had in Midtown are not like any other place that I have ever. Been.
0: So, no, no. So yeah. Hell's Kitchen, it, Hell's Kitchen is like, uh, it's it's like Harlem's mixed, mixed cousin. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo.
1: Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just a. I think mixture. also it's the sense of community we had then like oh, all yeah, of us, yeah. in, you know what Definitely. I mean? Like people don't live like that anymore. No, they don't live like, that. No. Being on the block and people being like, go upstairs. I'm going to tell you, dad, you out here, go home. <laughs> you know what, yeah. what I mean?
0: What <laughs> I remember no. that. People
1: don't live like that no more. Like I lived in no. a neighborhood, like, everybody knew my mom, everybody knew my dad, they knew when we was, we was all getting no. in the room. Like, and I I just feel like kids, people don't live like that anymore. So I think that's why it's such a, a no.
0: nice
1: memory for me. You know, because I've never connected with anybody else or people like that like I did when I
0: lived there. Oh no, it's a it took so, a village. Let's
1: get into this album.
0: Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. It's called uh, the exactly Legend of Jenny.
1: What so, what's the title of the album?
0: The Legend of Jenny <laughs> Vega. The Legend of Jenny Vega. Okay, let's
1: and how do we come up with this title?
0: Um, that's the name of my mother. um mm-hmm. It all started like, uh, you know, I, I I was going through a turmoil, you know, for a long time. And I, I didn't really care about, you know, being like a rapper or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I did poetry. When I was doing poetry, I, I, saw the, I saw the whole country. I saw like all the all the states, all the cities. And I was just like, I was content with being who I was. Right. And I, you know, I, I didn't know how much of an outlet. You know, going back to like, going back to saying like, hey, you know, you know, this is uh, a this is a gift that God given you. you. You're you're squandering it. Like I wasn't really like, I didn't really care. So how the, the the legend of Jenny Vega came about? um, You know, turmoil with my mother. Like she's going through a real mental uh, a mental crisis, and there's you know, there's nothing that I can do about it. I can't turn back. I can't you know i can't take i can't take what she says and and uh harp on uh the things you know she said some wow I don't know if you heard the album but um like she said some uh she said some crazy things to me and uh I put it out there just to show people that you know not alone you know it's uh mm-hmm. it goes on in many families you know and uh everybody you know everybody's human and um you know i still love my mother i know like you know there's a there's a glimpse of her that's still still there still loves me and stuff like that yeah but it's you know it's 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 a uh, it, it's a hard uh it's a hard thing to carry nobody nobody understands until like they go they go right. actually so they through it. it
1: and feel it yeah
0: yeah you know
1: and so that's how we came up with the title, but what are the songs on there like? Like where, where did that experience come by come from that made you write all of those songs? How many tracks are on the album?
0: There's 13 tracks on the album. Okay. Um okay. Um there was uh there was the issue with my mother. I went through uh I had my son before I put out uh the The Legend of Jenny Vega, I put out an EP called Word to Max which is uh, the celebration of my son being born. And uh, I did the whole, you know, I got engaged, uh, I bought a house and stuff like that. And uh, that stuff didn't work out. And uh, some of that spills into the album, along with uh, the love for my son and the relationship with my mother. So it's, you know, I'm a very personal, I'm a very personal artist. I'm not you know i don't i don't rap about like uh i don't rap about slinging drugs or wearing jewelry or busting guns right but my but my shit is hard and you can feel it you know what i mean right. i don't have to show you They're i don't have to sh- right. I don't have to show you what's in my hand to let you, you know what i mean like yeah it's a it's a whole and um i pride myself on that you know not having to like not having to go 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 that route and still like capture uh, hardcore hip hop fans like they know what's up with me you know what I mean so
1: yeah
0: i, I feel yeah. good about that you know <sighs> that's yeah.
1: dope yeah all right so we're going to get into some music what track are you going to give us to play what would be your first track off the album that you're giving us to play
0: okay um chunky chunky all right. Do you remember Chunky? I don't, I don't know if you remember I
1: Chunky. I do. I do. I do
0: remember Chunky. Wow. Remember his name's not his wow. real name is not even Chunky. No, 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 no. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This might be another chunky. You know I'm I'm not I don't want to even say we'll, we'll talk behind the scenes. I'm not gonna okay. be, uh, okay. even say. But okay. yeah. Um yeah, the first track is called Chunky. Okay. Um he he was a, a friend of mine that passed away real, real, real young. And um, yeah, that's the first track. And it's I'm paying homage to him. The song's not about him. This is like the, mm-hmm. the first, the first few lyrics. I mention his name and I say a bit of the story, and then um, I go into I go into my story. Heavy, you know. Okay. So um, I, I, I talk to, I talk about some deep things there, like you know, the the turmoil between my my uncle and my mother. Like it was real. It was real real hardcore stuff like going on
1: you feel like the album was therapeutic for you
0: definitely like
1: album was therapeutic
0: it's very therapeutic like getting that stuff out you know not only is it therapeutic to me it's therapeutic to the listener and uh when the listener comes up to me and, and says yo when you said this part i felt it because dot 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 Right. Uh, it gives me an affirmation that, like, yo, okay, I, I, what I'm doing, this is this is what God sent me here to do. You know what I mean? Like, right. right. You know, it's just an affirmation. Like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, he gave you this so you could do this. And it makes me feel good. So I'm going to keep going, like, regardless of, of what. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to get more intense as we go right. along.
1: Well, let's go into the first track, Chunky. All right, Chunky. A little bit of that. All right. Okay.
0: All right, here goes. All
1: right. All right. And we are back with uh, Bamboo. Bamboo. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It's always nice to get some tunes. Am Mm. I saying it right?
0: Bamboo MC. Yes. How did you come yeah, up with the that, name bamboo, by the way? All right. So um my nickname is Booby. Let's start with that. Yes. Yes. So like that's the only way you're gonna find me. <laughs> like in a <the> neighborhood, like, <laughs> like yo, you know who Booby Booby, yeah, Booby. Like uh, and mm-hmm. uh I used to hang out with my friend, his name is Buddha, right? He rapped too. And uh, that was his nickname, Buddha. And my nickname was Booby. And he was like, yo, you should be Bamboo and I'll be Buddha and together we'll make joints. Ah. Uh, okay. So I like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I put uh, I put the MC after. Like I could have been MC Bamboo, but I figured Bamboo MC it sounded better when I rapped it. I'd be like, B A N D double over, M-C, like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. it sounded, it sounded doper. Cup? What?
1: What's in your cup? Because <laughs> I can see, they can't see us, but I can see you. What's in your cup? Because I I want to know, because I want to know if whatever's in there will let you freestyle for us.
0: Freestyle, wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, you could um, give us I don't something know. No, no, no. I'll give you something. You'll give us something.
0: Oof, all right.
1: Gotta, yeah. All right. I'm going to let you think about it. Um, yeah,
0: we think about it.
1: Yeah, you think about it. But you give us something before you go. So, like, what are you working on now?
0: I'm working on an album called Hell's Kitchen Smoke. Yeah, Hell's Ooh. Kitchen Smoke. Yeah, Hell's yeah. Kitchen Smoke. That's Yeah. A mean, mean, uh, <laughs> That's a mean DJI truth. That's a... a it's the title and it's like the It's the a temporary title. No, no, no. It, <laughs> it's definitely the title of the album. And it's also like the title of like me and uh DJI Truth and uh anybody like I put I put under the umbrella like Else Kitchen Smoke. Like, you know, even like see what you doing, you know what I mean? I might yeah. tag you with in, in a post and be like yo, Hell's Kitchen Smoke. You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's a brand. It's a thing. It, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. And yeah. it's also like it's also this, okay? You know the same when people are like yo. I got, I got smoke with this person. Like yo, I got, you know, yeah. I got smoke with this person. Yeah. Or oh, one, one, crew has smoke with another crew. Another crew. Well, it's beer, it's beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell's Kitchen smoke is when you got beef with everybody. With, that, with, the, with all with all of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yo, no, everybody in the world. Hell's Kitchen smoke. <laughs> like yo, that's what I, you know, that's what I want to put across. Like yo. It's one thing to have smoke with somebody. It's another thing to have smoke with everybody. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, yo. So, so, Hell's Kitchen Smoke is different.
1: And what's that, what's the basis for that album? Like, where's that energy coming from?
0: Well, it's coming from a, it's coming from a place where, where, you know, I I know that I make a certain brand of hip-hop. I, you know, I'm, my, my brand of hip-hop is not it's not a uh, very popular nowadays that's one for one thing Two, it's just like you know it's more of a boom bap lo-fi like uh poetic you know it's back you know it's it's kind of like back to the 90s type type era with a was a new twist you know
1: some of us like that though
0: word word so I you think know, it
1: depends on your demographics because I definitely think there are some people that that connect with that and that I I for one like miss that so I think that's that's dope.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Like, uh, definitely, I, I've I've been getting the the good looks from people like yo, you know, you know, I miss that I miss that type of hip hop. So
1: right, and I think the kids, the people now, I could I can't say kids, but I think people now um are missing that influence because they don't have it. You know, they don't even have that influence anymore. It's it's sometimes for so people so distant, they don't even understand. They're not going back and like listening before they write. Yeah. I just came up with some shit in the toilet while I was on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to studio, lay that shit down. And you just like, wait, but you know, Uh, yo. I know when a lyricist is a lyricist, and I know when a rapper is a rapper. I know when I hear someone, and I'm like, yo, that's a motherfucking lyricist right there. They can sit, and they can put the pen to paper, or they can go off the dome, or they could take the most intricate piece of... And then there's people that are like, I told you, they just on their phone, you know, sitting on the toilet, their legs is numb, and then they come up with some shit, <laughs> and they're like, yo, we're going to go lay it down, and it's not, it's, it's not, yeah. it's I'm not...
0: Nah, hip
1: hop. I mean, it's not content it's not written it's not thought through it's not telling a story you know like you said slick rick when he did that when he did that track where he's like good night and all that kind of shit well he was telling a whole entire story right you know what i mean where uh what was his guy the guy that did the song renee and he's talking about his relationship with her and Lost he met Boys. her And you know what I mean? What happened? And he gets in his car and he's driving on a van with, like that's storytelling poetically as a lyricist. Right. And that's why I love hip hop. You know, that's that movie, Love and Hip Hop. Like, when did you fall in love with hip? That's me. (laughs) That's me. Mine is the dude. That's me. (laughs) But there's a lot of people now where the beat is good and the hook is good. And I ain't gonna lie. I'll do my two-step. But they're Mm -hmm. not telling a story it's not it's not lyric lyrics it's not it's not poetry it's just you just spin some shit that sound good on a, on a on a nice beat you know and i think there's definitely a difference for me as someone who is a kind of sore of these kind of things right <laughs> could be like no that's that's good but that's not you can't necessarily put yourself that's why when you said eminem i was like oh well, hell yeah and he in a class by itself as far as i'm concerned you know
0: yeah
1: I mean? yeah um but, yeah. but, you know, and then there's other people out now that are popping. But like I said, it's because the hook is dope. And, um, and the beat, yeah. is, and you can, you can do radio if you got a, a dope hook, you know?
0: I mean, like, that's the thing about right now. Like, do you still listen to radio? I mean, I, I, don't know.
1: I, mean, I, don't I know. was on when I was commuting to work, but since uh, Rona, I have not listened to the radio in, I don't know how long.
0: And, and that's. That's like, you know, people have to accept that. Like, we live live in a whole new world right now. Like, people are um, getting their music from different sources. Right. And um, I feel like you have to exhaust those avenues. I mean, you know, radio is dope. Like, when you get on radio, you know, that's a good look. But I feel like radio is not the only...
1: I mean i used to work for radio you know that so i used to work for radio so we also know because i was a programmer that they're doing spins per week and they're just they're they're programming based on what's being what's spinning right
0: exactly
1: sales oriented it's not content oriented if you will if you're looking for like new content as far as like artists you're gonna have to check you know not the regular commercial radio commercial radio is looking at numbers from the number of spins, and that's all they look at as far as like how they're gonna program what's on the air. Not is this you know authentic to what we're doing or what we try to what we're trying. Right. To and so, trust me, when I was programming, I remember that "Rolling in the Deep" song. You remember Adele "Rolling in the Deep"? I was programming that song every hour <laughs> because that's what they told me to do. But you know, it's it's not it's not so much about content, and so a lot of people take that. Like oh well you know you're not on the radio but not knowing that it's that that's not how you know that's that's kind of like the stock market it's not like it's, it's not yeah. about content it's not about no. talent it's about it's about numbers and if you
0: don't- I, yeah I'm definitely listen I'm I'm definitely more about building a, building a legacy I also recognize that the the content that I have is not easily digestible it's not something that you can listen to and just be like oh um, I feel it right away. Like of course people like you feel it right away because you grew up in that environment. Right. But you, you gotta know how 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 uh f- for lack of a better word, you gotta know how soft hip hop is now. Like it's real right. so, it's real yeah. soft listening. Like they it. might yeah, they might be saying something like like they might be saying about guns or, or whatever, but it's really soft, like really soft, like rapping, soft listening. And it's like yeah, I'm not my my content is more um I'm gonna talk my shit. My concept is way more deeper than that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, as you it, said. It, It's not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I'm not the one of the mill. I'm not the one of the mill. I'm um, you know, I'm not a young boy. I don't know. I, I love young. You know what I'm saying? That's the, just the Puerto Rican genes. But <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not the one of the mill rapper. I don't. I don't you know, you're going to get different things. You're going to get a whole range of emotions from me. You're going to get, like, um, I, whole, show my vulnerable, I show my vulnerability and uh, show, you know, I'm human. I'm not I'm not trying to be like uh, yeah. a, a hardcore dude or nothing like that. It's just you know, I'm just trying to tell my story, trying to build my legacy and trying to, like, you know, leave, leave that where it is. I think that- yeah, man, man, like yeah, you know same thing with you, yeah I, I feel like you I know, think
1: that's good though I think that's what makes it authentic.
0: you are not too different from me in terms of like now that we're 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 going on the we're going on the the main stage and putting ourselves on platforms where you're basically standing there naked, you understand, you understand?
1: yeah, yeah, that's how it feels some days, <laughs> I will say basically
0: that. like. You basically stand in there naked and you're like, yo, you know, this is me for me. And like, yo, you either love me or hate me or or whatever. You know yeah. What I
1: mean? But I will tell you this, it takes a lot of personal growth to be in that space. Well, for me, I don't know about nobody else, but for me, it took a lot of no. personal Listen. growth to be in a space where you could stand there and be like, you know what, whatever you say, I I know or I'm prepared to hear. And if this is not for you, then it's not for you. And that's that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people walking around talking about, I don't give a fuck. There's not a lot of people living it.
0: Word. Exactly. <laughs> you, hit, you hit it on the nose, Karen. You know what I mean? Like, got you got to go. You got to go out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, know? you just got to go and you got to
1: put it out there and you got to be like, this is, this is my thing and this is what I'm destined to do and I'm just going to do it. And whoever likes it, that's great. And whoever doesn't like it. You know it is what it is it's not for you and just and and accept that but it, it takes you to be a very confident motherfucker to be able to do that in, in yeah. wholeheartedly and not feel no kind of way and so for me it took a lot of personal growth to just be there and be like you know what people are gonna come at you are you gonna be ready and are you gonna be mm-hmm. able to it and be at peace and to be totally honest with you i'm good
0: there you go karen That's <laughs> oh,
1: my skin i'm like yeah you know if it's not for you it's not for you. if you don't like it don't look like i don't know what else to tell you well, i don't there think in my 20s, i was like that you know what i'm saying like i don't think in my 20s i was like that. in my 20s no. you, know, you, you you just not mature no. in that way
0: you hit 40 would... you
1: hit like, 40 no. you know shit don't hang the same no more but you're like fuck it <laughs>
0: you no. know? I, I, you know, on the real carrot i was like you know in my 20s I, I was doing this for fun. I was like, you know what I mean? I was just like, yo, I was, again, I was squandering whatever I had. Nah, you you just
1: wasn't ready. Don't say. You wasn't squandering. You were preparing. Because then I could say the same thing. I could say, well, in my 20s, what was I doing? And I should have been more focused. I say that all the time. I'm like, if I would have done this 20 years ago, you know where I would be now? But I, I really do believe that the universe works, that the timing is right in the universe when it is. And that if you don't have a story to tell, you can't tell a story. So the same way you're like, the things I've been through I, is the same way. Like, I done been through a divorce. I got three kids. I done been, you named the full gambit. I done been like, where I'm gonna sleep. I done been like, I ain't got no money. I done been like, my food card ain't got no money. Like I've been through the full gambit of it. Um well, So if I, but if you don't go through yeah, those experiences, Right. And you don't like build your character and who you are so that you would be ready when you got to this place. That's what I tell myself. So I don't be mad at God. I'd be looking at God like, OK, now I get you. Now it makes sense to me. Oh. You, was like, <laughs> you know, you weren't ready at that time. Yeah. I, had to, I had to build you into who you needed to be to be ready. And That's so where- those are what make you who you are today. That's why I could stand in those positions and be like, I'm good. Because you have, you know, your value in system, your your comfortability, all that shit, you gotta go through it. You, see, you gotta go. You gotta live it. You can't just. You gotta walk it and talk it and live it. And they gotta nah. be real.
0: No, nah, like I like I was saying earlier. Like in the beginning of the interview, I was t- like I was telling you, like I feel I, I truly feel like God like dragged me to the stage. Like he like grabbed me by m- both my feet. I said Joe. <laughs> Yo, you gotta make now. Nah, you gotta make this album, like you know. I, I didn't give because there was a point where I was going through so so many things that I was just like, "Yo, why is this happening to me?" You know what I mean? And I was just like, you know, I was uh, oh, I was in a real dark place, and uh, the only thing that was therapeutic to me was writing, and I didn't realize like all this, you know, through all this time, like yo he's been talking through me like all the like I I, I, I've said some ratchet stuff I said some wild I said some wild stuff on on records and I I, you know I realize now that this whole time like he's been he's been talking through me and he's been like getting me through things and before this album came out I feel like he dragged me he dragged me to the stage basically you know and um and well, I that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I made, you know, again, I'm a get on my soapbox and uh, talk my shit. I feel like I made a mother effing classic. You gotta listen to the album. Like, yo, the album is nuts, yo. I'm well nuts, maybe that's yeah. what you
1: needed to, to kind of put it together and push you into doing and and using your voice and your talent into into something yeah. that you could share with somebody else.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, l- listen. There's a uh, we have we have so much uh, so much ahead of us, Karen. I mean, you know what class were we in? What class? In yeah. PS4? What class was that? Yeah. What, what class in ps 111? eleven were we in? I don't
1: know. I you know I have the you know my mom got the pictures still all the class what? pictures. Yeah, she has them still, and we uh... take them all the year, like from kindergarten all the way from me for Richie for Annette. all she has all of the. So she got all the kids in the neighborhood, all of our pictures. Because if we was in class with you, she got she got all of them. So probably, wow. I would probably say like stuck in third grade, maybe.
0: So that was uh, Miss Saunders, Miss Boyer, or some Ms. shit. Like
1: that. Oh. In second, we had Miss Saunders in third grade. Third
0: grade, third grade, okay.
1: Miss Boyer in fourth grade. Boyer
0: well, four in fourth grade.
1: Yeah, so that's a long time ago. You were talking about, you know, like 1980-something?
0: Yo, yes. Listen, man. I, oh, man. That's
1: um, like, graffiti and hip hop was just, you know, they just met and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's oh, what it was now, a... it,
1: it's so funny because you go to the neighborhood now, you're like, this don't look the same.
0: no. Nah. You know there was a uh, train tracks right in front of Clinton Manor. You know yeah. there was. Uh, remember the train tracks?
1: Yeah, and it's not there
0: anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a big skyscraper and people walking around with poodles and having yeah. um, um, glasses of wine on the. Yeah. outside. Um, I mean this is where like the train tracks were like. Yeah, like, crimes used to happen down those <laughs> yeah, train tracks. You
1: gotta walk real fast when you're going through you that. Just, just go, so go crazy,
0: yo. Know? And um, nah, it's a whole different place now. You know? Yeah, yeah. But,
1: it's, uh, a whole, it's a whole different community. But I feel like us from that time though are still um are still there. I think we encapsulated
0: a lot of that. Oh yeah, it's definitely you know I, I you know I'm not ashamed to say that I wear it like a badge of honor. Being that that it was a it was a real dangerous time and like you know,
1: we couldn't go to the park. You remember the car- park at night?
0: Nah, those <laughs> ha- heroin crap, <laughs> the all the any drug, drug. It was like the 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 drug <laughs> bazaar down at that park. Now nah, you can't go, can you down. go to the Park at night, you crazy? Nah, I was nuts, yo. You yeah, know, and, uh, I know
1: that that builds so much character and so many stories for all of us, though.
0: Yeah. Nah, nah, we good now. Like, you know, I tell you, my, I, I won't lie, like 2020 is bringing a lot of memories back. To the front. <laughs> like, yo, like, this is crazy. Like, it's wow.
1: 2020 has definitely, um, pushed people to the brink, um, yeah. for a number of reasons in a number of ways. And, and it's, um, yeah, it's been an emo- it's been emotional. It's been an emotional roller coaster. Whether you wanted it or not, they were just like, "Here, take it." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They got to the yeah. point where, let me tell you, where I stopped watching the news. It got to the point where I stopped watching the news. Like I wasn't. It's draining.
0: Because it no, I was it's just draining. Talking-
1: taking this on and it's emotionally like it's just draining for me like I'm not turning the news on. I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to see like people dying every single day for for mm. all day long. You know your grandma be having the TV on the news all day long. i was like I can't.
0: Nah.
1: <laughs> all day nah. from morning till night. I'm like I can't. Mm. I can't
0: do it. You know. furthermore, I I know I know a lot of people in the the education world, you know. Like I know a lot, a lot yeah. of teachers and and they come to me and they're like, yo, like they're, they're very informative. Like they're, they're watching what's going on. And I'm like, I'm, they're scaring, they're scaring the bejesus out of me. they are like, yo, yo, a lot of stuff coming. I don't even want to put this on a podcast, but you know, there's a lot of um, conspiracies as to what's to come next. That yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't look good at all. Like uh, I'll be, yeah. I'll, I'll be, Honest, right now, I don't want to take that vaccine at all. You
1: know uh, what I mean? Yeah, no. I'm not. I'm not. Um, nah. Y'all go try it on a bunch of people for a couple of years and see how that goes. Um, Yo, but I feel, my honest opinion, and I will say this: my honest opinion is that the average time for a vaccine is a couple of years to see what the side effects are. And so they're going to force everyone to take this so that we can get back to our normal lives. And I understand the economy and things of that nature. But I don't think the vaccine has been tested long enough for you to tell me what's going to happen. You know. right and we would get a, a zika and and women having babies with zika but you can't tell me what's gonna happen with the shot when i take it in five years the baby's gonna be coming out with three heads and autism and all kinds of stuff and women and we're not gonna know mm-hmm. force my child to take it. you can't even give me any you can't give me any guarantees because you don't know so i personally feel like um i feel like they are gonna try to force people to take it I mean, not do I feel – I don't think they are. I've already (laughs) seen memos and emails that are like, you know, you're going to have to do this. But I I feel like that's, you know, that's what they did to the Tuskegee Airmen and look at that situation as well. That's what what they
0: did to the Tuskegee Airmen. That's what they did to – they sterilized a whole bunch of women in Puerto Rico. Like, uh, you know, they, they told them this was a form of brush control. And they they took away their uh, ability to have babies. They injected they injected like cancer, they injected cancer in um in a lot of men and women, you know. Yeah. And these are the stories that I look to when I hear about vaccines. Okay, like.
1: I mean, I feel like if it hasn't been tested long enough and there's not no evidence and the work hasn't been put, and I'm mean, I mean years of testing because that's how they test for everything else. Then I don't think we should be subjecting ourselves to it. And then definitely not subjecting children because you have no, they got to live. We're bad, but they got to live their whole entire life. My son is 11. You have a young son. What happens to that young man when he can't have kids 10 years from now?
0: No, nah,
1: nah. immune system problems. Are they constantly sick? Or they yeah. have lung problems. All right, you know yeah. what I mean. Like easy to say, like you have to do this, but you're not telling me what's going to happen later. Twenty years you know, from now, we are gonna have girls and boys. Like what's going to happen to them? They, uh, nah, I I don't. I'm, you I'm, know, I'm not.
0: Karen, there was a um, a girlfriend of mine sent like the uh, pictures of uh, somebody with holes in their feet from taking a vaccine, from taking the COVID. You know, they have a uh, you know the the first testings
1: yeah 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 the
0: clinical yeah. trial the clinical trial this person they were pro they were pro vaccine pro all that she sent me pictures with this person with holes in their feet i was like yo i have good that's money like that's crazy, that's crazy. like never i never mean, like
1: i'm not saying i don't think covid's real i do think covid's very real but i also wonder like where did it come from you know, because if we're at 19, what happened to, like, 18, 17, 16, 15? But like, where did this just come from to the point where it got so out of control? Because,
0: you know. It was you, a, know, you know what's crazy? There was a, there was, there was a rapper.
1: I don't know if I buy them. listen. My son was like, mom, it came Hold from on. I'm like, bats? Who the fuck is eating bats? No, no <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. They,
1: he's he They me the- everything. The
0: video, I'm like, you know what? I just, I can't, I don't want to know. Uh, I don't, I don't. Nah, but know. furthermore, there was this rapper that came out around 2013. I'm gonna send you the link. When I gotta ask uh, my friend for it, rapper came out like 2013, or whatever, and he was like, "Yo, the coronavirus got more piling up." Like he said, "Coronavirus." Oh damn. So he knew about it. He knew about it. And people asked him, like, yo, did you guess that? He was like, No, I knew about it. I was like, Oh wow. See, you got people
1: out here acting. I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I'm not with it though. I'm not with it subjecting more people to being sick to prove anything to anybody. Like no. this is like real life and real shit. You just can't I, just be like I respect those lights up.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. No i re- I respect every establishment that I walk into, like I wear a mask and stuff like that, but let me you know these people people are catching lung infections off those masks. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like a no win situation because if you put the mask on, that's why I also feel like uh, like going back to school or going back to work right now is kind of fucked up for some people' because if you got like a six year old kid. And you trying kind to of tell them to keep a mask on all day. Like I have a hard enough time keeping my mask on in the supermarket for 20 minutes. How are you going to have a kid keep a mask on for eight hours a day? Like they can't even keep their scarf on or their shoes on or anything like, you know what I mean? They can't keep nah. their book bag on. Like you asking a lot, you asking a lot.
0: Plus, you know, all it does, it, it, it brings down your immune system. You know what I mean? Because you're not, um, inhaling, uh, like, uh, proper bacteria, <laughs> like, you have to, like, you know, what's crazy is that, you know, in order to live, like, you have to, like, have certain bacteria around, because if you're in the house all day, and every time you go out, you wear a mask, your immune system becomes so low that right. when, when it, when it does hit you, like, it, it, it takes you out of commission. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
1: I don't know, but all I know is that, Right now, I feel like this has gotten out of hand as a country. Um, And I feel like if y'all could put people on the moon, y'all could have better contained this and prepared for this and did the right things.
0: Word, word. Um,
1: I feel like economically, I understand why they want kids back at school and people back at work. But at the same time, this is the only country that did the least amount for its people. Especially... The middle class people, rich people stayed rich, and poor people they never had it to begin with. But like the middle class people get squeezed, and the American economy needs to understand: like if middle class people don't have money, nobody has money. Nobody has money because we're the ones buying, shopping, buying cars, buying houses, going to the supermarket. Poor people ain't doing that because we they they don't have money, and rich yeah. people put their money in the bank. So when you squeeze the middle class people, you're put you're halting the entire Autonomy. economy, the American yeah. economy. And so I feel like if you want to help, if they want to help themselves, they need to help the people that contribute to that economy. That's what I think. I think $1,200 in this country is a damn shame when we're one of the richest countries and every other country did way better for their people. Canada, France, they got rid of mortgages in places. They gave people six months worth of money. We ain't got shit here. They loaned us $1,200 of our own goddamn money. Like I'm gonna spot you $1,200. I'm gonna take that shit back when you get taxes. One hundred percent with taxes could get it because watch, watch they be a tax break on a a tax change. You short $1,200 this year because they fronted you that shit and act like they did you a favor. That's that. That's sad. Yeah, we talk politics and everything, but let's get into that track, Chunky, off the album. Let's do that. Let's go. (laughs) The jump, 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 the
0: best friend Chunky was playing the game of chicken By the time the ambulance came to get him, angels was with him Every day I miss him and when I pray he listens He tells me obey the vision and stay the competition I'm going off and broke, the money's for all my folk Leave him out of it, come for me I want all the smoke Devil ain't see me coming, looks like he saw a ghost I told him before I go, it's something that y'all should know My uncle chased my mother around the room with the stairs When she saw me she picked me up and used me as a human shield She did it because she knew that he wouldn't do it but still Fuck, keep it real. Don't tell me what people feel. This is real, evil spills. This the good Reaper's will. Don't sleep on the deepest trail. You know I'll get back to you. Booby is casual, but bamboo's an animal. Once upon a time, all of my demons were chasing me. But when I turned around, they had a problem with facing me. Fuck out the way it was. This is the way it be. I'm taking your brand with me. when I bowing out gracefully. By the way, it's me. It's the B, A, and B. Double O, at the toe. Housekiss is Beta i I'm on your faithfully, I need you to pray for me y'all been patient, this is for making you wait for me, no I don't like to talk politics but I ain't with the sucker shit, you voted for Trump, both of y'all can suck a dick don't pass me the blunt, fuck around I put dust in it, Or who do you trust more me or the governor, statue loving it, she can't get enough of it clenching my gap teeth as I whisper you fucking bitch, you say what's up with this I'll be like what's we'll up with it, this is hot in the pot, better go get your oven mitts father wasn't around, he was fucking some other chick, right in the next book. Building on some deep undercover shit Wasn't happy to see me when I finally discovered him I'm my love for him dwindled down into nothingness All the pain and the suffering, sustaining and buffering I remain with a humble tip as I wait for the mothership At one point in my life, I was tired of drunkenness Fuck it, my bucket list got a cup in it lost some mothership. Once upon a time, all of my demons were chasing me But when I turned around, they had a problem with facing me Fuck how the way it was, this is the way it be I'm taking your brain with me, goodbye when I wastefully By the way, it's me it's the B A and B, double low head to toe, health kiss you straight up C, I'm all yours faithfully. I need you to pray for me. Y'all be patient, this is for making you wait for me Yo, this is bamboo mc you can find me on ig at o dot mc my youtube channel is bamboo mc google me house kitchen
1: i love my hk fam i love my I fucking love my hk fam shout out to red boo for coming through uh with that and all that good shit yo that's that's how we do it up here yo i love real hip-hop i love that shit Shout out to Bamboo for coming through. Y'all know where to find me, Safe Love Podcast. We everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good shit. We um, www.safeloud.com. That's how we do. You already know. You already know. You already know. You already know. Hit me up.
0: Clear, we are popping it off. Right? Flex your, your fingers, let your fingers, and type up www.saidvow.com now. And stay in tune with everything. Karen L is on the World Wide Web. <laughs>